everybody, and welcome back for another week. I have some exciting news that we've been working on. Over the past week, week and a half or so, we've been working on actually setting up a website for the podcast. In addition to just hosting the episodes there, there's going to be things like the Discord link, any news that we really come up with. I have some art that is being produced. There's already a nice picture of Mary Sue that's done. The rest of the cast are coming as well. That's going to be up there, in-depth character bios, information about some of the NPCs, all kinds of crazy stuff. In addition to that, there is also some additional ways for you to support the show. I've set up Amazon and DriveThruRPG affiliate links, which are on the website. I have set up a store, which is kind of crazy that there are now, without a net, t-shirts that you can go and buy, or mugs, or phone cases or hats, just all kinds of crazy stuff. Swing by there, check it out. Any way you do end up supporting the show is going to go right back into the show. I have some more art pieces that I have some artists working on, which hopefully should be up in the next week to week and a half. Yeah. Link to the actual website will be down in the description. And then from there, in the upper right-hand corner, there's a little support our show button that you can click and there's the different ways that you can support us including the the patreon the affiliate links and the the store come hang out on the discord i announced this a couple of days ago the website with the shop has a coupon that is good for a couple more days to get you a little bit of a discount on anything you want to buy from there and i think that's it today's episode is more like work on the tactical imperium run i'm excited to see what continues to happen and what you guys think about it as Mary Sue makes her attempted infiltration. Thank you guys and have a good week. When last with our PCs, Richard, Michael, and Boz were somewhere. I guess you guys are still at the hotel or somewhere in the van nearby. I don't I thought we decided we were gonna like stay nearby just in case Mary Sue needed help. I mean, if we want to search for it, we could do like a, a drive around and look for the nearest place to park a van that wouldn't be bothered for an hour and a half. You know, something like that. Yeah, nothing super crazy because clearly nothing's going to go wrong with Mary Sue. Mary Sue and Chuck were at a soy bucks nearby Tactical Imperium, people watching and trying to figure out some things. You had a very nice encounter with a man named Keith. So we will pick up right there with you guys sitting in the soy bucks. What would you like to do? So. Chuck, what's on the drive you gave us? Oh, right, nothing. Um, yeah. Chuck opens up the AR file and starts reading it. Or just going through it, figuring out what's there. Chuck, could you roll 3d6 for me? Like that? Yep, and then if you could roll t- however you resist the data bomb damage. Lovely. The good news is, is your deck is not going to explode into a ball of fire in your lap. So you start to open up this file, and then... How do you think Chuck would experience the eight points of matrix damage his deck just took? I picture him wearing cargo pants and one of the big giant pockets you have on the side there. He keeps it in there. And his leg gets really warm and sparks start flying. And uh, he pulls out his deck in the middle of the thing to make sure it's not catching fire. But it's still very hot and he kind of just tosses it not so gently on the table. Mary Sue, you hear a bit of a clatter and you look in the Chuck's direction and you see him flopping his deck on the table. Probably cost a couple curses of Frank. That's hot. Damn, damn it, Frank. What? What was on it? What's wrong? Frager data bombed it. <gasps> Jerk. He data bombed it. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh spend some time fixing it up later today or tomorrow. I don't know. Ah, uh, jackass. Hmm. 
but I'll at least be able to look now. Okay. First, I do a matrix perception on it. It is deleted. Well, scratch that. It also deleted itself. Not broken, it's just half useless right now. Okay. So we can't do anything with it then? No, it's the, the, the data's gone. You just fried and jackass. Chuck puts his uh, deck back in his pocket. So all we know is Keith works in security and he comes here every morning and he gets multiple coffees for himself. Not a big help, is it? Um, well, we could lace one of his coffees with something if we need to. I don't know. That's going to be kind of Russian roulette if we only do one. Well, we wouldn't only do one. We would do them all. Mary Sue will kind of look out the window across the way at the corp. All right, well, why don't we save that as plan B? And um, I'll just go in there and figure something out. Okay, if you're if you're going in, Chuck digs through one of his pockets, pulls out a data tap. Just uh, plug this in somewhere. It'll get me easier access into their host. Into somewhere? Like, into what? Um... Anything it will really connect to? You could do a camera if there's one nearby or um, a terminal of some kind. Uh, just it's, try and hide it. They might also try and pat you down on the way in because, you know, security stuff. Oh, all right. So she'll take it from Chuck and she'll slide it down her top so it sits in the bra. There. Nobody should be able to find it in a pat down there. If they do, well, lucky them. Chuck. <laughs> All right, are you going to stay here, or do you need to go fix your deck? Uh, yeah, I should fix it. Um, but if you're planning on going in, I'll want to get connected probably as soon as possible in case they detect it. So you're going to wait here? Sure, why not? Okay. Wish me luck. Best of luck. Just stand up, straighten our uh, best corp outfit out, and uh, walk out the door towards the corp. Balls and Richard, you guys doing anything? Buzz wants, like, she's, like, sitting in at the hotel, I think by herself. She's had some time to just sort of, like, linger, and I think she's going to make a phone call. Oh, man. Who are you calling? Obviously, when Boz was still with her husband, she hadn't seen him for a while. That happy couple had sort of, like, tentatively started poking at divorce proceedings, and they had gotten a lawyer to help sort sort that out. She wants to get in touch with him, actually. This is the same lawyer, actually, that sent her a letter a while back, an email. And she didn't respond to it, basically asking her what was going on when she first kind of vanished off of off of the grid. Mm-hmm. His name is Peter Wells. And obviously, he's, he's in Detroit. It should be pretty easy to get in touch with him. She's sort of been sitting in the hotel room for a while, and she's had too much time to think. And she finally pulls her uh, comm link out and digs around for his contact information on the Matrix and just calls up his office. Sure. Tell me about him. What kind of lawyer and such was he? He's a divorce lawyer. He's the kind of lawyer who can put on a good face of sounding compassionate. And uh, he does a good job at that. Whether or not he actually is a compassionate kind of guy, who knows? Let's be honest, he's a lawyer. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't know him very well. She's spoken with him on a number of occasions, but, you know, just as a client. He always seemed sympathetic to her situation, although maybe he was just sort of putting that on as sort of a front, just to sort of move things along. It's easier to be sympathetic to one of the parties than to take sides. He's relatively important in his field. 
he's not the kind of lawyer that puts signs up, you know, AR signs along the highway. He's just like a step above that, I guess you could say. Okay. You will get to the receptionist and says, this is Buckets and Wells. How can I help you? Uh, hi, this is, uh, this is an old client of Peter Wells. Uh, I could real I really need to talk to him. Could you, uh, could you put me through to his office? Absolutely. Do you have a phone appointment or? I don't, but he's going to want to talk to me if he's not busy. I'm, I'm willing to wait. Can I have your name? She pauses for a moment and then she says, Boz, Annika Boz. Just a moment. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't seem to have a file here for you. Yeah. Um, look, it's, there should be a file under Jake Porter. My name is probably still in that file. Even look, uh, just tell him that Annika Boss wants to talk to him. He'll know. He'll know who I am. And he can reach you at this number for the time being. Yes. I will pass along your message, Miss Boss. Thank you kindly. Boss hangs up. Very soon you've walked for a couple minutes to get down to the corporate office. You're just going in, or are you doing anything outside? Mary Sue's a little nervous on this one. She's kind of wringing her hands. She's pacing a bit. She's delaying walking in. After a few minutes, she's going to shake her head and just take a deep breath and open the door and go in. What does she see when she enters? You will notice that the lobby area that you have right here on the other side of the door is very open and spacious. Over along the one wall, there are some chairs. There is nobody currently sitting at them. Over on the left, there is the actual reception desk, not on the left, but kind of like in that corner if it was a box. At the desk are two people. There is a probably 28 to 35-year-ish old dwarven woman sitting at the desk in a very nice, being the corporate person that you are, picture out as very clearly the greeter slash secretary person. Sitting next to her is a human man, mid-30s maybe, dressed in much more of your classic security guard outfit. You can tell looking at him that his outfit definitely has a bit of a body armor, armored vest thing going on underneath of it that's kind of rounded his chest out rather than just looking like a person. Any clarifying questions or things that you would like to know about this situation? No, I just want to approach the female. She wants to be approached. That is basically her job. Great. You don't get the feeling that they were mid-conversation or anything like that, and you coming in, they just kind of stopped and turned. She will stand on a little stool that's under there so that she can be proper height. She will come to attention and wait. Hi, my name is Stacy. Welcome to Tactical Imperium. How can I help you today? She's going to kind of side-eye the security person. And she's going to lean in towards the female. Um, I would I would like to speak to somebody in your HR department. She will follow your gaze unless you're trying to be on the sly about it. No, I am being very overt on this. And then she'll look back to you. Should I ask what this is about? Again, side eyeing the security guy. I just, it's its of a personal nature, and I just would feel better speaking to to someone in HR. She will nod and put a comforting hand on your hand. Do you want to try and roll me some kind of dice here to appease Stacy? So she's going to look at you and be like, yeah, no, we can. And she'll look over towards the guy. Carl, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get somebody. She will hop down off of her little stool and head off down one of the hallways. As she starts to move, I would like to call after her and say, miss, miss. She'll stop and turn around. 
is there somewhere else I could wait? I, I really just don't want to be left here alone. And she'll again side-eye the security guard. She'll say, oh, of course, I'll take you to my office around the corner here. Oh, thank you so much. And she will take you down the little hallway. You'll see a couple of doors. You'll pass a bathroom. You'll pass what's probably some kind of maintenance closet right next to it. It doesn't have a nameplate or anything on it. It's just a door that's solid with a handle on it that's got a keypad. Okay. Trying to take mental note of what I'm seeing and where I'm going. Yep. She will take you around the corner and into a small side room that is a conference room. Mm-hmm. You can just wait right here, have a seat, help yourself to the soy calf, and I will be right back. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I, I'm sorry to be such a bother. She is going to pause for a moment and then come in, and she is going to attempt to draw information out of you as to why you are upset. I am happy with nine. What do you say that doesn't give up information yet still sends her on her way? Well, I, I do have that knowledge skill of corporate bureaucracy, so I'm, I'm going to say that um, it's just given where you are positioned and the proximity you have with certain personnel here, I really think it would be upsetting to you to hear what I have to say. And, and honestly, I really think it should be an HR person just to follow policy and procedure. She'll buy that because you've crushed her in dice. And then she'll be like, of, of course, of course, here's, here's the soy calf machine. I'll be right back. And then she will go and head out the door and down one of the hallways. As soon as that door shuts, I'm looking for somewhere to place that data tap in. Sounds like you want to roll perception. Yay! So with two successes on your look around for a place to hide things, the first things you're going to see that are electronic and would count is there's the soy calf machine in front of you. There's a small there's a small mini fridge that has things like creamer and all kinds of coffee junk that people who drink coffee will think of. Oh, yeah, obviously they have this, but I don't drink coffee. So looking around, you will see a Tridio display on the one wall that is kind of built into the wall. There's a big table in the middle with about 12 chairs around it. Some of them are pushed against the wall on the one side so that maybe they only had seven people at this. The last meeting, the other chairs are off out of the side. There's a couple of things in the ceiling. The light fixtures, for one, if you could get the, the plastic panel off of it, you could get in there to some of the lighting and mess with that. There is a small domed thing in one of the corners that has a mirrored finish on it. If you could get the dome off, you could probably get it some kind of electronics that would probably be a camera behind that. Okay. Mary Sue really has no clue. You listed these things, so I assume these are things that are all hooked up to something. These are things that are commonly electronic. Okay. Are they the Internet of Things? They are things that have an AR function that you can see. Okay. By the coffee and the mini fridge, I assume there's like cups, napkins, coffee stirrers, things like that. All the natural coffee accoutrement. Wonderful. I'm going to grab some of those and accidentally drop them near the fridge or hopefully behind the fridge. You can give it a shot. What do I do? So you succeed in making a giant mess, knocking coffee stirrers, cups, lids, napkins all over the place in here. I assume you are then using that as a cover to go try and pick them up. Yes, pick them up and at the same time put the data tap on the fridge. Because at Mary Sue's mind, one fridge is just as good as another, and they're all on the same whatever thing. <laughs> host. You know what a host yes. is? <laughs> they would all be connected somehow, because they're all the same. Okay. This isn't a giant bolted-to-the-wall 
table so you can fight with it. It's going to take you a little bit to make this happen. If you could roll me seven dice to, to fight with this table, we'll see how easy of a time you have with it. Yep, I'm happy with that. All right, so you're fighting with this table, making a bit of a noise and racket and that kind of stuff. And before you really get into position to get down behind there, you've got the table boosted up an inch and you're sliding it off to the side. You will hear the sound of the door opening. I'm going to try to continue to get this data tap on this fridge. Okay. Stacy will come back in and she'll look at you. You will be able to see outside the door there is another security guard. This is a lady security guard. And she's going to come back in and she's going to try to like, no, 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 no. Let's just try to figure out what's going on with the situation. I just, I made a mess and I was trying to clean it up. I'm just, I'm just nervous and it's probably a stupid idea to try to get coffee, but I just needed something to do. And I just, I made a mess. I'm just trying to clean it up. No, 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 no. And she'll try to take your hands and guide you over to the table. We'll get environmental services to come in and clean it up here. Just have a seat. I'll get you a cup of coffee. How do you like it? And she'll get a cup and start to use the machine. I've been such a bother already. I just, just sugar and cream is, is, or soy is fine. And she will begin making you a coffee. She will let you know that Regina will be right down. She's the human resources supervisor in the building today. I'm going to get you this coffee. If there's anything you want to tell me, I'll have it for her. She should be down here in just a couple of minutes. Is the female security person still visible? No, like the door closed. Did you have other questions about the situation you currently find yourself in? Looking at her saying, I, I just really don't. I just don't feel comfortable saying anything to you. You're just going to stick to your thing. Stick to my thing that I don't feel comfortable putting you in a position. I really think HR should handle this. Okay. She will take a little longer than it takes to make coffee and have that to you. And then she'll go back and she'll make a cup of coffee for herself. She'll say, there's a security guard right outside the door in case you need anything. Her name is Lily. So you can just poke your head out or anything. I'm going to go back to the front desk, so just see me when you're on your way out so I know that you're okay. And Regina should be here in just a few moments. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, and I I don't need to, to talk to the security person out there. I would just wait for HR. Thank you. She'll give you another attempt at a reassuring pat and then take her cup of soy calf outside. You will see her look to the security guard as the door closes with what looks like the intention to say a thing or two before heading on her way. And you are left alone in the room again. And I still haven't placed the data tap. Still haven't placed the data tap. You were rudely interrupted. And the place is still a mess. Place is still a mess. She. Okay. So she's going to put on the show like she's going to wait a little bit, but then she'll start looking at that mess and then she'll just shake her head. She'll get up and she'll start just putting on her show. She just has to clean it up. She made the mess. She's going to go back and try to start cleaning it up, not go directly to the fridge, but work her way toward that fridge, cleaning stuff up until she uh, gets to the fridge to put the data tap on. Okay. So the good news is, is the dwarf is obviously not going to lift the table and put the table back from the distance you got it out. So you can still kind of get behind there. If you like, you may go ahead and attempt some kind of role to apply this data tap. I have sneaking. I will use sneaking. Okay. Three. I'll take it. Do you attempt to put the table back, or do you just leave it where it was? Um, I'm going to leave it where it was. Okay. But I will pick up all the items that are on the floor. 
You have the last bits of trash in your hand as you hear the door start to open and in walks an older human woman, probably in her 50s to 60s. Gray hair, old style glasses. You will see that the security guard is still out there. And she will carefully shut the door behind her and cautiously approach you. Because obviously you are representing somebody that is in distress. So she's not going to storm across, hand extended. Hi, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. But we'll slowly approach you and introduce yourself as Regina and ask how she can help. Does she say to sit down or are we just standing or? She will go to take the trash from you. Like, let me, let me, let me get that. Okay. And I'll give it to her. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, no, it's it's no problem. Please sit, sit down. Uh, What can I do to help you? Um, well, I don't know what it is you guys do at this company, but I just had a run in with one of your security personnel and I just I just thought it should be reported. Oh. At what account? At what account? No. Yes, we do security for a number of places in the Seattle area. No, no, no. Ma'am, you this was just over at the coffee shop. Oh. And she'll sit down and make the corporate niceties hand on the knee to give you a little pat. And then if your arm is on the table, she'll reassurance there throughout this conversation. Please go on. Well, I was getting coffee and I mistakenly walked into him. I wasn't paying attention. I apologized when I spilled his coffees. Um, But he just took it to a different level and like wanted me to pay for the coffees, but not actually pay for the coffees. Do you understand? Let me ask you this. How much of what happened at the coffee shop are you telling her, and how much are you trying to embellish? 60-40. 60 true. Okay. Indeed, we did talk. If you want to go ahead and roll me your con because you are lying, no fast talking because this is based on a true story, I guess the important question is, are you giving her the real name? Whose real name? Keith? Yeah. Okay. You're comfortable with five levels of success. Yes. Boom. Fuck. Oh, wow. Fuck. Damn it. She will take all of the notes about the instance that you are willing to give, tell you that she will look into it. She will ask for your name and your number so that she can get in contact with you later if she needs to. I will give her the same name I gave Keith. I will give her a burner phone number since I have a few. Okay. Anything else you want to do in this situation before you are allowed to leave? Ask to go to the restroom. I've had coffee. (laughs) She is happy to escort you out. And as you don't like the security folks, she will be the one to to wait outside for you to make sure that you get out. Okay. Are you trying to do anything in the potty or are you? Uh, No, I think I was just trying to see if there was any more to see layout wise of the place. The bathrooms here are single person. They're unisex, but they're one toilet, one sink, baby changing station. Okay. And I never got a fly spy, did I? You were handed one, from what I remember. Then um, I will let that go toward the vents. So you're going to open it up and click it on for Richard? Yep. Open it up, click it on in the bathroom, and then and then I'll exit. Excellent. And I will dutifully fly it, and or at least instruct it to fly into the vent to uh, chillax for a bit. Excellent. You are easily able to do that. And then Mary Sue is escorted out. 
I will stop at the front desk and thank the young lady, Stacy, there again for all of her help. Again, side-eyeing the, the security guard. Sure. Give him the stink eye all day yep. long. All day long. And then I will exit and go back to the coffee shop. Somewhere in the conversation, Regina would have asked if you wanted a taxi to get wherever you needed to go. But I assume you just shut that down. Yeah, I shut that down. And then you walk back over to the coffee shop as Boz's phone rings, probably 15 to 20 minutes after you made your phone call. She's still sitting exactly where she was when she threw her comm link onto the couch and she just picks it back up, checks the number, recognizes it and answers. Hello. I'm not used to receiving phone calls from people that don't exist. Yeah, well, I guess he got into the wrong line of business. What can... What are you... I don't need to know what happened because if I don't know what happened, I don't have to lie to people. Smart. What is the nature of your call? Look, uh, you know a little bit about me and my family, and we've had a lot of conversations. You know that I care a lot about them. And obviously, I'm in a situation where I can't see them or help them directly, but I need to help them somehow. And I thought about just sending them an anonymous cred stick in the mail or something, but look, I need you to help me get them some money, discreetly, without them knowing it was me. Is that something you'd be willing to do for me? Do you have a suggestion on how I could just covertly increase the money in their accounts? Because they're going to notice extra Nuyen. No, maybe maybe there's some, I don't know, some class action lawsuit. I don't know, you're the, you're the lawyer, right? Can you make something up? Just maybe you found some money left over that I had tucked away and it's sudden, suddenly now it's theirs. Can you go ahead and roll me his connection plus his loyalty times too? So with three successes on, do me a solid, bro. He'll come back. It's like, ah. I will, I will look into some legal precedents. Uh, I, I will see what I can do and see where things can go and what kind of options. And I will send you a data packet to this number anonymously, quote unquote, and we'll see where we can go from there. All right. I guess that'll have to do. Look, uh, anything that you've heard, it's not true. I can neither confirm nor deny what I have or have not heard. Buzz sighs, and she just says, all right. Look, if I don't hear it back in a week, I'll just give you another call. This this is really important to me. I need to uh I need to make some amends here. So uh I'll I'll talk to you soon. I will send something along. Alright, thanks. Boz hangs up, tosses her comlink back onto the couch and she puts her face in her hands and she just sits there on the couch for a while.
Chuck opens up the AR file and starts reading it. Or just going through it, figuring out what's there. Why do you do this to me? Do what? You know I'm going to ask what's on there. Yeah. Uh, I, I even said it earlier. No, that's that's not what I'm talking about. What? Chuck, could you roll 3d6 for me? Oh, no. Like that? Yep, and then if you could roll, however you resist the data bomb damage. <sighs> Probably going to leave that boss side in. Uh, Boz has like her coffee in her hand, and she looks at this at this thing that's like sparking, and she's like about to throw the coffee on the on the deck. You are also in the soy box. Yeah, aren't we all in the soy box? I thought you guys were like down around the the corner or something. I mean, if we are, we are. Okay, because I mind. thought this Got was that. I thought this was right after Mary Sue interaction it, with. It is right in the. Uh... Okay, scrub that then. Yeah. Great, thanks, Boz. You're welcome. Mary Sue, you hear a bit of a clatter, and you look in the Chuck's direction, and you see him flopping his deck on the table. He just gets it right out and just flops it right on there. What was his last name? Wells. What's a terrible name to make a bad pun to go with Wells? Go, Richard. Sink? I'm sorry. I'm looking for, like, a last name. Anybody got anything? Pump. Punk? Pump. P-U-M-P. Papa. No. Papa. Will has a pump. Fuck it. <laughs> it's a little on the nose, but you could do buckets and wells. Oh, hey, there uh, we go. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to do it backwards, though. I'm going to do wells and buckets. Boss hangs up. Does she have to wait long? She's going to wait a dramatic scene with Mary Sue, basically. <laughs> okay. So how'd you guys think that went? The uh, infiltration? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get a lot of information, but we can rely on rely on RC's flyspy. Yeah, so did uh, did she get the data tap in? Sounds like not not so much. No, I think she did. Didn't she? She got the data tap in under suspicious circumstances on camera. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah. What did I miss? I just got back. Doesn't matter. Head tap. <laughs> um. Mary Sue got the data tap in, but I was just mentioning that it was something she was able to do while being on camera under the guise of doing something else. And it is a security company. So yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried. <laughs> what was it like? Three successes on the stealth stealth check. It was three successes on the stealth check. I will roll the. Did they find it? Check later on. Dun dun dun. Um. And Regina's dice pool was so large because she's getting all kinds of bonuses that will come into play later, like when she goes and talks to Keith. <laughs> Not used to seeing people beat Mary Sue on, on social roles. That's uh, that's exciting. Yeah. Um. Did you want anything mechanically to go on with sending money to your family? Um. I mean, I looked at the. A dependence thing and it's a little like you have kids and you have to look after them also there's money so i, I don't know it doesn't really make a lot of sense i think I'm, it might just be a role play thing where i just send some money out unless you have some ideas so one of the things that we're using is the working for the man slash working for the people rules okay where you you spend money to turn it into karma but it's supposed to be you're putting it towards a good cause uh, which okay. sending money to, I don't want to call him your husband, but 
sending money to your husband could be that good cause so that you can then get the karma out of it. So it can just be justification. Okay. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be against getting karma for for doing this as like a role play reward kind of deal. Well, you're you're spending Nuyen to get the karma, so it's not like you're just getting it. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I thought battery life on thing was just hand waved as infinite sort of thing. Don't think just, about it. Just to, well, uh, the only reason I'm thinking about it is because like if we wanted to, we could leave the flex by in the place for a while. We have like. Still have like two weeks left or something, or a week and a half left. Like thirteen days. Yeah. So, if, for example, uh, Mary Sue, her stealth check was not successful, and they end up sort of like spotting our data tap and kind of go on high alert, we may want to lay low for a bit. I don't know if we want to like rush in. I, I don't know. I, uh, to, to me, if they discover it, they're going to be paranoid as fuck. And the longer we wait around, there's a higher chance to discover either the fly spy or more likely Mary Sue's data tap, in which case they get paranoid and then possibly find the fly spy. And then then at that point, they, you know. This is an if they find the data tap thing, which is really the main concern. If if they find the data tap, two things will happen. Well, well, the first thing that happens is they get more paranoid, which is bad. And then in getting more paranoid, they possibly find my fly spy, which then makes us even in a worse position. And then they makes them even more paranoid and they. You know, updoot all the securities, and we're fucked. So, I mean, well, why not hit them now? I don't, I don't, I don't follow that. <laughs> I don't think that makes sense. I have a question for how Bamps runs data taps. In my game, I say the data tap has to be like slaved to my deck, so I can use it. I don't know if that's how the rules run normally. The slaving master requirements when dealing with stuff is really weird because like in the book there's nothing that says where noise reduction goes sure but the reason i'm saying that is because they can get a mark on the data tap and then get a mark on me and if Uh, they get two marks they can trace icon can't you just break the slave yes but i won't necessarily know because they do a successful hack on the fly it's true yeah okay uh, it would probably have to be slaved just because that's the way everything else works with like smart guns and cyberware and that kind of thing. Right. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. So my thought is because it's a security company, they're probably at like nine out of 10 all the time. Um, like they're always secure. They're always like, there's not a whole lot more they can do to like boost their security because they are a security company. It's not like a building with security company they're helping them out to do security they're literally already a security company um so they if they find if they find out someone's been fucking with them um they're going to obviously start poking around for more like data taps and that sort of thing but i don't think they necessarily think that someone's going to try to bust in and like break into the place so they might go up to 10 for a little while but they can't stay at 10 forever They'll do a sweep. They'll try to find out if there's any other data taps or other like equipment that's not supposed to be there, and then they'll chill, chill, chill out a bit. And I don't know how long that would take, but I don't know. Like, I feel like rushing in as soon as we're kind of busted is like asking for a firefight that we don't want. That's just my perspective, though. But it can wait until we know whether we're busted. I have a feeling there's a pretty decent chance that we're busted on the data tap. Also, I assume data taps run silently by default for detecting purposes, or are they not 
because they have to be wireless, right? It has to be wireless, but um, you can, there's no penalty for them running in running silent mode, really. Like, yeah, but for detection purposes, because there's going to be pretty in the a security area. I assume there's like maybe every half hour a general scan at least looking for silent running silent devices. We will cover that because then when it's slaved, it would be covered by your sleaze. Uh, As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph, sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever.